welcome back to Jurassic Park Minute. Jurassic Park Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1993 film Jurassic Park Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And today we're here to bring you Minute number 24 Jurassic Park. Brady, how are you doing today? Doing good. Doing good. This is an interesting, uh, or we're leading into an interesting sequence. Uh, minute number one is kind of the slower portion of, uh, or Minute 24 is kind of the slower portion of a really, really, really interesting sequence where the entire conceit of the movie is uh, explained to us. I'm glad we're going into a weekend here where we can actually do some studying on this stuff because I think I'm sorely prepared today to talk about the hard science of DNA and cloning (laughs) and things like that. But yeah, you're right. This is getting into some really cool science-related stuff here. But uh, in this minute, we're actually going to be boarding the first theme park ride in Jurassic Park. So we'll have a little bit of discussion about uh, different Jurassic Park theme parks. But before that, you want to go ahead and do the breakdown for minute number 24? Let's do it. In the previous scene, we saw the group of visitors arrive at the Jurassic Park Visitor Center. At minute number 24, Hammond, Malcolm, Grant, Ellie, and Gennaro make their way up a staircase. At 2708, we are led into a theater with tiered seating. John Hammond asks everyone to take a seat. At 2413, John says, Oh, here he comes. Oh, here I come. Hammond appears on the projection screen. At 2421, the on-screen Hammond says, Hello. Real life Hammond tells everyone to say hello in response. Only Ellie does. Malcolm waves half-heartedly at the screen. At 2426, the on-screen Hammond says, Hello, John. Real life Hammond remembers that he has some lines and fumbles for some cards. The on-screen Hammond says, Fine, fine, I guess, but how did I get here? At 2436, real life Hammond tells on-screen Hammond that he can show him, but first he will need a drop of his blood. On-screen Hammond reaches out with his finger, and real life Hammond acts like he is pricking it. At 2442, on-screen Hammond pulls his finger back and says, John, that hurt. At 2445, we cut to a shot of Grant and Ellie watching the presentation. Ellie giggles at what she is seeing. John says to relax, and that it's all part of the miracle of cloning. At 2450, we cut back to a shot of the screen where multiple versions of John Hammond are now appearing and all introducing themselves to each other. Grant asks, DNA from what? Loy extractions never recreated intact DNA. Malcolm adds that there would be big sequence gaps. Ellie asks again, paleo DNA, but from what source? And thus ends minute number 24, Jurassic Park. Yeah, so uh, they're basically on the only, well, I guess maybe one of two rides that you see in Jurassic Park. We see this ride, and then we see the uh, kind of zoological tour, the tour that they yeah. take in a little bit. But uh, yeah, this is the first uh, actual like literal ride we get in Jurassic Park, and it reminds me a lot of the dinosaur ride at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Yeah? You know, kind of the, how it opens here. Now, we do get, uh, you know, it's it's a rude, or I'm sorry, a crude uh description of the dna cloning process Mm -hmm. is what we get here at the very beginning but you go ahead oh well you know what it reminds me of well first off like okay so you get your little pre-show that's a projection a movie and like in every like uh theme park ride now you've got to have some sort of room where the uh riders are going to go into and there's like tv monitors or screen or something like that and some some actor is going to show up like ellen degeneres will show up and explain you know the purpose of the ride um, but you didn't really see that as far as I know, back about 20 some odd years ago, whenever the movie came out. So it's almost like they were seeing ahead. Uh, yeah. but, um, this, this, uh, uh, rotating theater, the show ride or whatever really reminds me of the land and yeah. Epcot at Disney yeah. world. Uh, because you know, you're going by something and actually seeing the scientist at work and right. in the yeah. land you mm-hmm. go by and you see the, uh, 
farmers, basically. So the land is a ride in in Epcot Center in yeah. in the Land Pavilion, where you're seeing different examples of how food grows, of how crops grow, and things yeah. like that. But at the the last portion of that, the last sequence is you go through and see actually a bunch of scientists who work at Epcot developing new ways of of growing plants, right? Yeah, uh, catfish farms, things like that. How, how food is produced? It's a very mm-hmm. educational ride. It's a really cool ride. Yeah, I, I like it. I always try to ride it when I can. But uh, yeah, this is a lot like that. It also, kind of reminds me the setup reminds me of Carousel of Progress, which is a rotating mm-hmm, yeah. ride because this one actually does rotate. The lap bars come down. We, we see uh, safety precautions being put in place. You know, John <laughs> Hammond's go. not a huge fan of that. It yeah. seems like safety precautions on attractions in this park are pretty easily broken. They are. When they break the lap bars lot, and yeah. then, you know, whatever. Well, I, I, the other well, thing that That's happens. why he built in Costa Rica, not Orlando, because it's a lot easier to bribe the insurance underwriters mm-hmm. down yeah. there so that they can come in and be like, oh, this is fine. You know, we can... Yeah. It doesn't matter if a child's mauled by a dinosaur <laughs> in this ride. We can easily pay the family off. But uh, those come down in, 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 in the next scene and, and they'll see the, everybody doing their work here. But uh, in this sequence, in particular, uh, we see the John Hammond come out on screen as well, and then he's going to do a little cloning thing. Here's my question. Is John Hammond going to be there for every group of guests that come into okay. the park? For this ride to work, the, the projection of him back there, he's going to have to stand in front of every audience and get it and prick the finger of yeah. the guy on screen. Am I, am I wrong to say that this is just kind of a foolish... Uh, screenwriter's idea of what an amusement park ride is like, or should I be reading further into it by saying that John Hammond fully hasn't planned much out here? You, you know, okay. Well, first off, John Hammond has not clearly you know, planned much right. of anything, or not done it very well. Um, the two ways to answer that would one be like this is a very, very, very special VIP tour that you get, okay, and where he's going to be there every time, uh, or. Uh, that's that's the only explanation I can Well, come we kind of have a schism between the two John Hammonds. The John Hammond in the book is a money-grubbing yeah. guy who wants to make as much money as possible. So for him, uh, he would have, almost like we see in Westworld now, where I think the, the price for that is something like $40,000 a day to go to Westworld. Uh, he is expecting people to pay top dollar to come to do this, so he can really give them a show by being the CEO of the company, being there for every individual person that gets on this ride, right? But in Jurassic Park, the movie, he says explicitly that he did not want it to cater just to the super rich. Mm -hmm. So I think we kind of have a a version of John Hammond, which maybe might have been from a previous draft or trying to stick too close to what's supposed to be in the book, as opposed to the John Hammond, which we actually see on screen. Now, bear with me real quick. Is the Jurassic Park franchise maybe one that has trouble dealing with different versions of a script crammed into one movie? It is coming from different different drafts. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if, if this was just kind of an artifact from a previous screenplay, or was it just something they figured audiences wouldn't notice? I, probably audience wouldn't wouldn't notice. Yeah, I think that, so. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 a cute little scene with mm-hmm. John, you know, with Richard Attenborough coming up on screen behind him and then p- pricking his yeah. finger. And, yeah. I think it was a good idea, too, to... Uh, so, okay, no one really can relate to the um, zoological tour that they go on. Right. There's not really a whole lot like that unless you're talking about some jeep tour at a you know um a zoo or something like that so i think it's important that they do drop in that they do drop in uh different recognizable theme park elements that audi- movie going audiences are going to say like oh that's like this thing i did at disney world you know to kind of either remind them that yes you're in a theme park right. uh and also just i don't know have some um accessibility for the audience yeah yeah so uh, so let's talk a little bit about Jurassic Park at Islands of Adventure in Universal Studios. Uh, yes. The Jurassic Park ride there is like a splash type ride, right? Mm-hmm. That really gets you soaked. Yeah. And it was a cold day when we went. Ooh. And, uh, we were not about to do that. So, um, but that ride is not very good. No. And, you know, hey, 
to to each to each his own and everything. And like as a Jurassic Park buff, I love going on it and seeing some of the stuff. But it's just it's no in my in my opinion, it's not great. I'm kind of hoping that with the Lost World making damn near two billion dollars at the box office, Jurassic and, World, Jurassic World, excuse me, and uh, then. I'm sure the next film is going to do very well as well. That, that they would, maybe yeah. they would put the money into actually making a, a proper Jurassic Park theme park because I always thought just having one ride based on Jurassic Park yeah. was not a whole lot. And then had that that other ride, the pterodactyl thing that uh, I don't think adults can ride. It's like this. We wouldn't have gone on it because when yeah. you get up to the front of the line, they're like, "Oh no, I'm sorry, this is just for preteens <laughs> and children." Because it's like a roller coaster. So it's almost like an overhead roller coaster ride where pterodactyls yeah. are like they have you in a basket or whatever it's not very good Weird. it's not very good. yeah and you would think the success of a movie about theme parks would have ca- and like universal's just golden child uh you think that they would have cashed in on that and give, given it a bigger presence um, yeah, or at yeah. least updated it you know uh, uh jurassic park it was their star wars for a while yeah you know but i think it's one of those properties that steven spielberg kind of had like first first hand you know he had to prove what was going to happen did. on it that the, the studio wasn't able to take full advantage of it outside of steven spielberg yeah. he yeah. did write uh excuse me write the ride Oh, did he? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Um, you know, uh, Universal was like going to close down back a little bit before Jurassic World came out, and they were going to do a bunch of renovations. And I remember thinking like, oh, hell yes, they're about to just do a complete revamp of the Jurassic Park area, or they're going to make it Jurassic World. But no, not nothing. And it's su- so surprising after the success, the third highest grossing film of all time, they didn't really... Well, they, what they're probably doing is waiting to see how audiences would, re- would react to the movie. Because mm-hmm. right now, Universal's Islands of Adventure is... Harry Potter, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is a machine that prints yes. money, two machines, if you will, that yeah. print money all day long. Yep. So right now, probably what they have is, you know, they only have so much land and they got to see like, well, what are people coming here for? That's, that's and how point. much are we selling yeah. butter beer? You now, know? they also, they did include uh, uh, the, like, the Raptor one-on-one experience or something like that. Oh, yeah, like that's that. right. Yeah. They did add that. You are correct. Yeah, we're there. yeah, so it's a guy in a raptor suit that comes out, and it's it, but it's a very convincing raptor suit, I think, and you can get your picture taken with mm-hmm. it. So, but, you know, just before we recorded this episode, I just pulled up YouTube on my phone just to see what was going on, and uh, Inside the Magic, which is a podcast uh, that kind of covers theme parks, did have footage today of IAPA, which is the amusement park kind of technology conference that uh, people who are buyers for rides at amusement parks is Speci- that sounds awesome. Especially in China, uh, go to and they get to see new rides tested out, new technologies tested out. So you yeah. and I were looking at a company, I cannot remember the name, it was a Chinese company that had developed some new uh, dinosaur animatronics. Mm-hmm. And they looked great. They looked fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so what these were probably are, you know, China is a market that is booming for theme parks right now. So mm-hmm. these are probably being developed for American investors to put some money into to open it up in China. But uh, I think the stuff was looking pretty cool. I think that uh, the future of dinosaurs in theme parks might look... Uh, uh, pretty yeah. pretty bright, uh, but yeah, that's uh, pretty much all I got for for this minute. Uh, how about you? Uh, no, that's about it. Um, you know, we're we're entering into the whole science element of how this how this uh, stuff works. Yeah, you know yeah. the breakdown of uh, how they clone DNA and fill in the gene sequence gaps, and let's let's keep moving. Yeah. We're about to get into some to some stuff that we're going to need a lot of time right. to research. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe we'll have some paleontologist guests on the show here pretty soon to talk about dinosaurs and what you and I have misrepresented and uh, uh, you know, yeah, the science exactly. aspect of everything that we're not getting right. So, but I'm, I'm I'm glad. I want somebody to come on and be like, "No, you were wrong about this, and this is why." And you know, just oh, yeah. to educate us. So. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right, folks. So everybody out there, have a great weekend. Uh, we got a lot more Jurassic Park content coming up in the f- next few weeks. Uh, really hope you've enjoyed what you've heard on the show so far because we really plan to kind of amp it up from this point out. So, all right, guys. Well, I am Kyle. I'm ready, and we're here to tell you. Well, until next time, hold on to your butts. (laughs) 
Jurassic Park Minute is a fan-supported podcast. If you like the podcast, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can contact us at JurassicParkMinute at gmail.com and visit us online at JurassicParkMinute.com, Facebook.com slash JurassicParkMinute, and Twitter.com slash JurassicMinute.